What's going on? Welcome back to the Culture Podcast with Cotton Alexander and the big homie. What's up, y'all? It's Anthony Ayers. From St. Louis, Missouri. But I live in KC. But he lives in KC. He came over to the good side. <clears throat> I don't know about all that, but you no, know, I mean, we're going to run it. I really don't even rep KC, so I'm just, I'm just bullshitting. Uh, but, well, shit, matter of fact, you know, since we talking about Rams and KC and all that shit, let's just go ahead and get into the football first. Let's do it. Uh, so, you know, he, he's a hardcore Rams fan. I'm a hardcore Chargers fan. We in the same building now. So, you know, we, we talk shit back and forth. He's in my building. Hey, shit, we paying. He's renting that hey, shit. All we got to do is pay a dollar. He's renting it. Hey, shit. We going to live rent free with that school boat this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll see, dog. We'll uh, see. Matt Stafford's going to look. Ooh. No, I'm just going to No, Matt Stafford's going to have a good year, I think. What do you, what do you think? I mean... You know, I may be slightly biased. I think he's going to have an MVP type year. I mean, when you look at Matthew Stafford, the tools have always been there. He's got Mahomes-level arm talent. There's one game, there's one throw I can remember against the Chiefs, ironically, last year, where he fucking lasered this motherfucker in. Three people. And Yeah, in between three people and for, for a touchdown. And that was one of the best throws I've ever seen. It was literally any, anywhere to the left or right, an inch, less than an inch, that motherfucker's tipped or picked. Oh yeah, it's he's been one of the he's he's put the team on his back like, well shit forever. I really. He oh put yeah. The team on his back. Yeah, absolutely. They haven't had him. I mean, you could say they had Megatron, but you know they had Megatron before. They had Matt Stafford, and what did they do? Didn't they go zero and sixteen with Megatron? Yeah, I mean, uh, I no hate to Megatron. No hate to Megatron. No, but, yeah, no hate to Megatron at all. But they it, had shit. It's the Lions, though. It's the Lions. Yeah, they had no quarterback. They have Basically. no front office, no quarterback, no sense of anything going on in that building. Matthew Stafford had his first 100-yard rusher since, like, 2014, just this year. Yeah. That's that, a fucking wild that stat. Was that uh, I think it was yeah. carry-on. But regardless, to not have a, a running back rush for 100 yards in a game for, like, six straight years or some shit, however long it was, that's was absolutely insane. Bush, oh, I don't even know. Because Reggie, Reggie Bush had a... Was Reggie in Detroit? Yeah, he went to Detroit, like at the end of um, at the end of Calvin Johnson. Hmm. Maybe he was there for like a year, I think. Maybe I don't know. I can't. I'll, I'll have to fact check that. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'll have to I'll have to check that out. See who it is. But yeah, then he's going to a system now. I think McVay's he's easily top three offensive mind in the NFL. Yeah. I think there's no doubt about that. Um. You have great route runners in Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. You have a speedster that we just drafted in Tutu Atwell, who supposedly Tavon without the highlight tape. So we'll see what happens there. I don't know much about the kid. Five nine, one fifty, kind of scares me a little yeah, bit, bro. but it's cool. If he we can just like. if we can just get him in space, that's all we need. And he's going to be mainly there to open up shit underneath for Cup Woods, and then we got Van Jefferson too, who. What's that? Van. Yeah. He's awesome. Oh, yeah, bro. Van's, Van's nice with it. But uh, honestly, if Van balls out, I think the Rams will trade Robert Woods before the trade deadline. That, that makes sense. And that's why we drafted 2-2 at well, because I don't think Deshaun Jackson is, I mean, let's he, be real, he's not going to stay healthy. Hell. I hope he does, because, you know, he can still burn them like, like the best of them. But he, when's the last time he stayed healthy for a whole season? Has he ever? Probably not. Yeah, yeah so, not. you know. No, you know who Van reminds me of, bro? Hmm. Like, now, he ain't on his level, but he he reminds me of Keenan, bro. Keenan, I mean, hey, you know, I think that's who he got compared to, so I'll take that. Yeah, he reminds me of Keenan. Yeah. He got some – he's, like, for anybody who's watching who knows how much shit I talk about the Chargers in, in a good way, Keenan is the probably the slowest receiver in the top 20 receiver. I believe but it. he be breaking – he's snatching ankles – Every week. Oh yeah, easily. I'm talking about. There's not a corner who's gonna cover Keenan one on one the whole game and not get broke off. That's fair. Would you agree? Yeah, I believe that. I'm talking about Sherm, Tre'Davious. Oh, okay, okay. He broke off. Hold on. He broke off Stephon Gilmore, bro. He ain't breaking off Jalen. Jalen shut down DK twice. DeAndre Hopkins twice. See, that's the the thing about Keenan though is like why I think he's so hard to cover, bro, is because like his. He's slow. He's slower than anybody that Jalen's gonna face. Rams Charger play this year? 
If they do, no, they'll play next year. Yeah, because we played last. All right. We played last year, two years ago. Uh, I think it was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Uh, we played in the Jalen's going to hold him four for 36. Four for 36? That's it, if he's lucky. That's, hey, that's Jalen Ramsey. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, yeah, Jalen Ramsey's a dog. Uh, he's number one for sure. Jalen Ramsey, it, it's not close. Like, no. I don't care what anybody says. Jalen Ramsey will put the clamps on anybody, especially when he's a place where he feels appreciated and he's happy. Like the Rams, they gave him that big-ass contract, traded two first for him, and we saw last year, Rams had the best defense in the league by far. Hey, but you know, we got the boy, though. Who? Saley? Hey. No, come on, dog. You know damn well. He was good, but he didn't have an Aaron Donald. He doesn't have an Aaron Donald. What? Don't even, don't even try and compare Joey Bose to no. Aaron Donald. Joey Bose is the second best defensive lineman. In the league? In the league. Mm. If, not, if not two, he's three. I'd say his brother's better than him. Bro. Hell no. You know, that's not easy for me to admit either. I hate no, the 49ers, hold on, hold on. dog. Nick Bosa's cold. Okay, I don't want to say the only reason. He had four other high quality. I think he's still going to ball, starters. dog. He's going to ball. He's, don't get me wrong. Nick Bosa's but he ridiculous. Had four other high quality Listen, the only knock I can give to Nick Bosa's game is he's racist. That's it. <laughs> that's the only knock I can give to his game. I mean, okay, what, what knock are you going to give to Joey? He's not as good as his brother. Bro. I mean, hey, don't well, get me wrong. Okay, I love some well, Joey Bosa, tell, tell but okay, why. but there's there were games, and don't get me wrong. Who's uh who you guys Melvin have? Ingram. Melvin Ingram, bro. Melvin Ingram is a dog. Melvin Melvin Ingram is cold, and everything. He, he he ain't been able to stay healthy. Okay, that's fair, you know. But neither is but, Joey Bosa. Uh, you're right, but but peep this though. It was only Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Y'all had two dogs, or Who? not y'all, my fault, my fault. They had two dogs on the inside. Oh, yeah, bro. We ain't had a dog on the inside. Listen, fat I hate the 49ers, so I, I don't hate another team in the NFL anywhere near as much as I hate the 49ers. That whole defense is dumb. That defense, every game we go against the 49ers, I'm like, we could easily lose this. Fred Warner, I think Fred Warner is the best linebacker in the league. Yeah. I don't care what he like, he's... He doesn't get the recognition he deserves, but Fred Warner is dog. Yeah, that man will play sideline to sideline and knock your motherfucking head off while he's at it. Okay, let me ask you this: Is he better? So you saying he better than Bobby? Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll still put Bobby top five, but Bobby ain't number one no more. Okay. Well, okay. So when did he get passed up? Uh, I'd probably say. Cause shit, well, Fred Warner, he only been in the league like three, four years. Bobby. No, Fred Warner. Oh, yeah. I'd say the year the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. He passed him up? Yeah. Because I remember the game against the Rams, Quan Alexander, I think he tore his ACL, or he did something, and he was out the rest of the game. I'm like, all right, bet. We got a little breather. I don't wish for anyone to get hurt, but I'm like, we got a little breather. And then this man, Fred Warner, just took off. Yeah, just molly whopped us. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then as I saw 49ers later on, because they were good, so they started getting all the prime time. They started flexing the prime time games. And whatnot, like this man was just all over the all over the page. Yeah. And it's not like I mean, you know, it's kind of like when Aaron Donald has a down year, but he had 12, 13 sacks. Yeah. That's it. He's getting triple team. Exactly. <laughs> His impact, the impact that if you take uh, Fred Warner off that team, that Niners defense is significantly worse. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like when you have a a four four linebacker, bro, that can just fuck cover everything. Yeah. Like that, yeah. That's that's a game changer. He's what he's he's baby Patrick Willis. I'll give him that title. He's baby Patrick Willis. I got Ironically, that. because he's in a 49ers uniform. Mm. I will give. He, he got he got about two more years. If I can get okay, because that's why I said back, baby. Back in the day, like when they had when the 49ers Listen, had them dogs. I know. That I know. was. That was like my secondary team. I've been a Rams fan my whole life. I know all I about know, that team. Bro, that team was cold. Yeah. That was that was one of my favorite defenses of all time. All right, I'm gonna stop hyping 49ers up. I'm gonna, I'm getting sick to my okay. stomach. Nah, but we are gonna have to fix that disrespect on Joe I'd still say he's top five. Okay, so we got AD. I throw TJ up there. TJ, he, what? He in front of Bosa? I don't know if he's in front of him, but you know he's in the top five discussion. Okay, so we got Aaron Donald. TJ Watt, the Bosa Bros. Okay, we got one more. You gonna go Khalil? You gonna go? You know, it's hard Chris to Jones. count. It's hard to count Khalil Mack out, cause it's Khalil fucking Mack. Yeah. I'll throw Khalil in there. 
Khalil's top five. I put. I'm still gonna go Nick Bosa two. I'll give you Joey a three. Khalil had a down year, so I'll give him five. And then TJ. And TJ four. four. Just because fuck the Steelers too. <laughs> um, damn, I was. I had. Some. I'll give you Joey a two, just because I hate the 49ers. Is that better? That's better. Okay. I think, bro. This is this is. I think Joey gonna ball out this year with Staley. We'll see if he say. Well, I hope he stays healthy. Shit, if he can, if he can play twelve, hold on, seventeen. If he can play twelve, he gonna have sixteen. I mean, he's not breaking. Aaron Donald's getting his fourth defense player of the year this year, anyway. So. I mean, shit. Hey, hold on. If but he, hey, did you? We got Asante Samuel Jr. though. That boy cold. Oh yeah. That boy cold. Yeah, I wanted the Rams to get him. Yeah. It I, is what it is. And so we got a 5'9". Did y'all have a second this year? Y'all have a second. Yeah, we had a second this year. Who did y'all get in the second? A 5'9", 150-pound receiver named Tutu Atwell. Well, I was at the I thought that was in the third. No, that was our second-round pick. Oh, yeah, he was gone by then. Yeah. Yeah, bro, when y'all picked him, I was like, uh... Apparently, McVeigh said they, they loved him more than, like, any receiver not named the top three. Hmm. So, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's a little gadget guy. I think if he can be a gadget guy for McVeigh... He's going to be straight. He's going to be like at least three, four hundred yards. Get him, get him in space. He's yeah. going to be cool. So, and then you got our route runners to open everything up. We got a decent tight end. And then hopefully Cam Makers can take another step forward. Yeah. Along with Daryl Henderson. Yeah. So, and um, then we got the QB one in the future, Matthew Stafford. But, okay, we can't say in the future, dog. Rock it on. He, like, he only had a handful of years left. He's like 31, 32. Hell no, he's like 34. I'm going to Google Gotta this. Be. Right. I'm Googling this. He got, I mean, shit, he might be 31, but he, I bet you he. How old is Matthew Stafford? 33. Okay. He's still got got at least probably five high-function years. High-function, he been banged up, bro. And he still plays, and he still balls out. I mean, regardless, even when he starts playing worse, his arm's still going to be better than most. That's the number one thing that always leaves is the arm strength. And his arm is still going to be better than most in the league. So, if Joe Flacco can keep going right now. Okay, hold on. Or Phillip Rivers can keep going as long as he did. <laughs> with Phillip Rivers, Rivers busted ass throwing motion, man. His Yo, little. Hold up. You disrespecting Phillip Rivers. There's no disrespect. The, to put him in the same system with Joe Flacco. There's no disrespect, but both players have been beat up significantly throughout the. Phillip Rivers got his ass whooped all the time oh, in games. Sure. And he was still at performing at a high level even last year. So I'm gonna go out on the limb here and say Philip Rivers is top three biggest dogs at the quarterback position in NFL history, if not one, for the sole fact he played an entire game with a torn ACL in the playoffs. I'll give him that. I thought you were about to say top three all the time. I was about to take oh, these no, headphones no, no, off no, and no, walk no, away. No. I love my I love my man's, but nah. Yeah. Is he a Hall of Fame? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I don't see why not. I mean, it's the same argument people are like, is Eli, Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Yes, Eli Manning is a fucking Hall of Famer. That's a, like, this is, this is my thing. Is if Eli goes in, then Phillip's got to go in. That's, Ooh, I don't, know, I don't know about all that. Eli's got the two rings with the two, with the two Super Bowl MVPs. I'm for, that, that's criteria, though. That's criteria. If Phillip didn't get in, which I, I think he will, I think he deserves to, I could see... Why? Why the lack of playoff success held him out. Yeah. But Eli, Eli's, he's got two rings. He's top ten passing all time. He's got two rings, two Super Bowl MVPs. He's not. I'd give Eli a first ballot. I don't give a fuck. Hey, you'll get first ballot because he's a Manning. I don't know. I mean, I think he deserves it. The man literally stopped, has stopped Tom Brady from having, what, nine Super Bowls now? Are we, hold on. He would so be at nine. if rewarding it? Like, let's not... When he went, when they went to the Super Bowl, he he stopped the he beat. Were, hold on, he has some dogs, bro. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a team game. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, the quarterback is the orchestrator of the offense. You you want to know what like? Now, no disrespect. Um, what I put the equivalent of Eli Man the Super Bowl runs on? He's the same shit. It's Joe Flacco when he when he went to the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco had an amazing Super Bowl run. 
like an absolutely amazing Super Bowl. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he was decent throughout the season. And then, fuck it, Blake Bortles almost had an amazing Super Bowl run. Like, I mean, yeah. Are we, like, that's, that's what I'm like. He, yes, Nobody he talks about Joe Flacco going to the Hall of Fame, though. Well, yeah, because he didn't have a good rest of the career. Yeah. Eli's but, at least carved out a solid career for himself. Just because I don't like the two Super Bowl shits. I'm like, bro, like he had good, he had good, not great Super Bowl runs. I feel like Joe Flacco's Super Bowl runs were, or Super Bowl run was better than his. Oh, it was amazing. It was in terms of just like the performance. It was one of the best of all time. What do you throw? It was 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions, yeah, and I, like 1,200 yards. I, low key, I was heartbroken. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because it was the 49ers, and it was like, that was the end of that little era. Oh, yeah. God bless Joe Flacco. Yeah, bro. That was the end. That, that defense was nasty. The, cor- the corners were, like, the worst part of the defense, but the front seven. You had safeties. Alden, Justin Smith, freaking Navarro Bowman, P- Patrick, P. Willis. Patrick Willis, fucking uh, who else? Dante Antoine H- Bethea in the back. Dante Hittner. Dante fucking Hittner. Like, the whole team was just stupid stacked. Like, I can't think of their other people, a few of their other players, but even then, their bad players were still good. Oh, yeah. That yeah, whole defense remember, was stupid. You Michael James? Yeah, bro. Okay. Uh, anyways, so we're going to get into what he really came for. You know, we, I feel like we always talk about football whenever we're together. But a few weeks ago, a month ago, how long was that ago? Um... Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. I, I, Damn time I knew it was, it was somewhere in there. Three weeks ago um, tomorrow. My man did his first bodybuilding show. Yeet. All natural. No coach. He did it all himself. Put the team on his back. <laughs> what did you think? Um, You know, man, I had a great time. Like, it was honestly, like, it was something I've never done before. Like, I don't take my fucking shirt off and step on stage in front of hundreds of people. And then, like, Facebook live streams and shit. I just, I've never done that. So it was something that, like, obviously I was nervous, but when I was up on stage, like, it was a great feeling. It was, I mean, I didn't do well. I placed 8 out of 10. Uh, I wasn't as lean as I wanted to be, and I really honestly had zero business being in men's physique because every comment I got back from the judges said, needs to consider bodybuilding too big for men's physique. So, you know, that is what it is. So that's going to be the jump for the next show. But, um... It was a great learning experience and everything, you know. The prep sucked, but it was fun at the same time. Cause there's just like times where you're just like, fuck, like I can't do this. I can't eat this next meal. I don't want to eat this next meal. I don't want to get up and do this cardio session. And now mind you, like I was going to the gym like five in the morning. Like we had that little winter storm where shit was like negative fucking 20 degrees every day. And that was the worst three weeks of my motherfucking life. (laughs) I have never been more miserable. But, you know, it was all for the end goal. It was cool. I had a lot of fun. I met some cool people. And I'm excited to get back on stage and do another one. Uh, when's your next one? September 19th in Lenexa, Kansas. I'm going to show up. All right. I'm going to be making a little switch to bodybuilding. I'm trying. I mean, you know, there's a lot of hard work that needs to be done. But I'm gunning for a pro card, so. You're going to go, well, what do you... Are you doing like natural series? Yeah, I'll be. I'll stay natural. I mean, I I can't compete with them big boys. If I went men's physique in a steroid division, you know, maybe I might I might have to dabble and see what I can do there. But for like men's bodybuilding and all that shit, I can't touch them motherfuckers. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Them boys are big. Well, I mean, like genetic freaks. Yeah. Like I'm, you remember Tyrell, like 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. He's one of the bigger people you probably. You, people have ever seen yeah like, i know that i'd ever seen he was my roommate first yeah. year like i was like oh. i remember hey the old baker days yeah the baker like, days like, stacking so up stacking up the like this yeah yeah bro yeah, i mean now i've never considered it i probably never would because i don't have any chance of ever being mr olympia or whatever mm-hmm. but if i wanted to hop on shit you know i feel like i could do pretty well yeah. i got a good frame and everything i got good size on me already and while I was pretty consistent for the show. I can be more consistent. I could be better yeah. naturally. So it, the sky's only the limit with, if, I mean, if I took shit, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, then, like, it was your first one, bro. And you did it with no help. You know yeah. how the, the 
I would probably like I have absolutely no clue, so don't quote me on this, but the percentage of people who go into a show with no fucking help is gotta be ridiculously low. Oh, it's me and Trent. Me and Trent for sure at that show. Like so I'm saying what do you think? Probably like ten, fifteen percent of the people? Or probably uh, maybe maybe less? Maybe less, I don't know. I mean it seemed like everybody uh at least in my show had a coach or someone there. Yeah. And don't get me I mean I didn't I didn't hire a coach to do my prep, so I did all my meal my meal planning and everything, like my macros and my workout, all that shit by myself. I did have like I had someone like help me out with posing and everything, you know, she kinda looked me over and said, Okay, like this is what we need to work on posing wise and whatnot, yada yada. Uh Rebecca Woody, she's like huge in the bodybuilding community out here. She's sweetest sweetest woman you ever gonna meet. And I actually uh she'll be doing my next prep for this next show just because I want to take the mental stress out of it and yeah. hopefully just make the prep a little bit easier. Like it, you just give me a plan, follow that motherfucker for three, four, five months, whatever I need to, mm-hmm. hop on stage and put the work in. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So. Okay, so explain to the people like what, so you, like you, we've talked, we know, we know what it means, but you know, you talk about like the men's physique, the men's bodybuilding, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, we know like the open, the all, all those times. Yeah. Explain to the people what, what all that shit means. So, like, when it comes to the categories, like men's physique is going to be some. You're looking for more of like an aesthetically pleasing look. Uh, so it's going to be in the board shorts, like someone who's ready to go go to the beach, like looks good on the beach and whatnot. Now they they still got size and everything. Not taking anything from men's physique, but that's mainly for. That's mainly for those leaner, leaner body types and everything. Uh, and we got classic physique, which is done in what are they called? Like the trunks? They're like, they're like they're uh, not, they're not the thongs. Yeah. They're like, they low key. They're kind of like they're spandex, but they're like whitey tidy looking. Yeah, shoes. they're like uh, spankies or whatever yeah. for dudes. They're like spankies for dudes. Yeah. I guess that's the best way to put it. But um. And that's kind of a mix in between, like you're looking for size and symmetry and everything, but you're also still like looking for like, is this does this person look good with the shirt off? I mean, don't get me wrong, like all those all those people look good with shirts off. Yeah, it's like, like the old school shit. Yeah. Like how like Arnold, people don't understand that Arnold was like they know he's big, but he was big as fuck. But he. In today's day and age. Arnold would not he even make it to Olympia. the Olympia. No. He, he probably not. wouldn't. I love Arnold. He's my favorite bodybuilder of all time, but he probably would not make it to a show. He would not want a show. Yeah. Not yeah, not like not like a bodybuilding know. show. Uh for for you know, we said Olympia a, a few times. Olympia is like the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. Uh, it's usually held in Vegas. A huge week-long event and everything, oh. you know. They do the women's bikini, women's figure. Women's bodybuilding, men's uh, physique, classic physique, men's bodybuilding, everything. It's like a whole week long. It's I've I've been once. Never I been. Into, actually, this is so I got this from that weekend, uh, 2018. That shit. I was fighting with an ex that weekend, and it was still the best weekend of my life so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going. To, me and Tyrell have missed the last two years. I'm not missing enough. That shit is like out of this world fun. You get a bunch of free shit. You gotta go. I'll go next year. I got other plans. I gotta go see my Rams play. Yeah, but um, it's it's a otherworldly experience. Yeah, it's a, what'd you say an Olympic experience? It, it's an Olympic. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, then back to uh, so classic physique is still you still kind of want to be aesthetically pleasing, but you also want to be big. And then you got men's bodybuilding, which is going to be the posing trunk, so it's kind of like the thong and everything. And that's like the mass monsters. People are big, muscle symmetry is big and everything. They look over every portion of your physique from your freaking glutes down to your freaking calves, up to your freaking your traps, everything. So, um, and I'll probably be hopping over to that one. Ironically enough, uh, when I went to at my show, we do a thing called a T-walkie. Pretty much, it's, it's not for score anything. You go out, it's a show off, and you just hit a couple poses that you like. And I felt more comfortable hitting the bodybuilding poses on my T-walk than I did hitting the physique pose during my judging. And physique, I'm not going to say it's simple, because obviously my posing wasn't good, and I couldn't get it down properly. 
but physique posing is probably the most simple because you're just doing essentially two to three movements and you're turning and whatnot. Meanwhile, bodybuilding, you have all these different poses and whatnot, and then whichever one display your body the best is what exactly you do, instead mm -hmm. of doing like a cookie cutter type shit. Yeah. So yeah, one of the things that like I've when I watch men's physique is like and I always catch myself doing it in the gym because I don't want to like look like a dickhead but I always hit you know like when you're doing back or, or shoulders you just hit the yeah because that's, that's a basic, basic and like you can get away with doing that in the gym and people are not like Look at this fucking dude. I mean, some gyms you go to, you can get away. Well, from. yeah, like My OG, gym. you can. Yeah, OGKC. Yeah. Go OG, check out OGKC, best gym in Kansas City. Yes, it is. Bar none. Um, so, like, I go to the one down the street about Constantino's, One Life. Oh, I never been. It's it's cool gym. You have to come. Like, it's it's a cool gym. But I think I seen you and Tyrell there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we went last week and then a few weeks ago before that. But it's more of like the. I mean, shit, it's for, the, you know, the people downtown that, like, kind of always on the move type shit. That's that's the type of people there's. I mean, now, there are some big dudes in there, but not like OG. So if I went there, would I be the biggest dude there? Nah, nah, you oh, wouldn't damn. be, like, now Tyrell, like, Tyrell's the biggest dude there. Oh, well, yeah, Tyrell's but the size Tyrell. of the house. But, like, there's people, there's people a little bit smaller than him. Okay, that's fair. Now, I mean, like, not... Like, every time you go in the gym, there's not going to be one of those dudes in there. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, me or you, we might go in there. Just depends on if somebody else is in there, we, we're going to be the biggest. Mm -hmm. um, Makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, shit. I probably, I was talking about the, like, the uh, different. Yeah, the different categories. Shit, yeah. Um, so, okay. We're going to, matter of fact, you know, we'll just do this. Give me your top five bodybuilders in okay maybe not even top five top five favorite bodybuilders it doesn't have to be like you know like who the world classifies like bodybuilder classifies as the top five but who are your top five favorite all, all time? time yeah i mean arnold's number one mm -hmm. like everybody knew who arnold schwarzenegger was growing up in the 90s and everything mm -hmm. he's the fucking terminator and then you find out he's a bodybuilder before all this, and like, oh shit, I can do this shit? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, of course I want to be like Arnold. Um, so I like Arnold. I like Kai Green. Uh, rest in peace, Luke Sandow. Yep. Luke Sandow's up there, he's one of my favorites. Um, C-Bum, little Chris Bone said he's, I've only been paying attention to him uh, the past year, but you know, dude's just an absolute monster. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Four? Number five? <clears throat> you know, I didn't like it before. But as I kind of got into bodybuilding, I found my attitude a little bit more like his. And I kind of fuck with Phil Heath. Yeah. Dream Crusher. Yeah. What? Dream Crusher. It was a Dream Crusher or Dream Trait? No, it was Dream Crusher. Wasn't it? I don't know. Like oh, his nickname? No, his name, what is his nickname, like The Gift or some shit? Yeah, The Gift. But yeah, self-given like, self nickname? Yeah. Fucking um, douche. But I love that. He had some, like, clothing, I don't, it wasn't like a clothing line, but he had, like, a release of shirts or some shit. I, I want to say him. it was Dream Crusher. i never seen him. Uh, I think, I'm pretty sure Tyrell bought one when we were at Olympia, because we went to his booth. I want to say it was Dream it's either Dream Crusher or Dream Tracer. But Dream Crusher sounds more like Philly. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he kind of... Yeah, he doesn't sound like he chases dreams. No. Sounds like he just fucking is there to destroy yours. Yeah. Um, damn, what was, what was I going to say? You know who I've been disappointed in that it keeps on getting fucking hurt? Probably already know I'm going. Hmm. Cal. Who? Callum. Callum Valmager. I don't think I know who that is. Y'all know who the, oh, I gotta put you on. Alright. He's... I just ruined the podcast, my bad, y'all. Um, so... Did you watch the... Uh, did you watch the Joe Weider movie? I don't remember what the hell it was called. Uh -uh. Uh, that wasn't Homeboy. He tore his peck a couple months ago, was it? Did you ever I see that video? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think that was... No. 
Bro, did you see that video though? Mm -hmm. Ooh, I never wanted to bench press again. <laughs> no, I have. You remember Husky tore shit? Yeah, bro. Fuck all that, man. Yeah, bro. Um, that shit would. If I ever tore anything, I'd be so hesitant to work that muscle ever again. Yeah. Well, and see, like the crazy shit about Husky shit though is like he was warming up. He was. It was like two twenty five when he tore shit. Damn. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I can't either. Shit. Oh my um, god, that has to hurt so bad. But no, he uh, what did he actually? I think he was lifting with C-Bone, and they were doing. You know, you seen the people that uh, they do like the duo fucking curling the barbell with like three fifteen on the shit. Buddy curls. Buddy curls. Yeah. Yeah. So him and C-Bone were doing that shit with three fifteen, and like of course so they, they were. They came, yeah. So they came up, and then like when he when they dropped it, like. It's, when he got to the bottom of his bicep snap. Um, and then he recovered from that. And then him and him and his buddies or yeah, him and his buddies were going like not rock. They were on the shit where they repel, like off a of rock. So they were at like the top it was like somebody's house. Yeah. And they had like a cliff on the back of their house. So they like hooked up or whatever. And they were teaching him how to like repel, cause there was a beach down below. They were teaching him how to repel, and he like fuck around went too fast, snapped his fucking quad, and like his kneecap. Yeah, it shit. Yeah, the shit was. Um, fuck that. But he, he's Australian. Cool, bro. I'm talking about cool as fuck. I can't do it, bro. That's. I'm, I'm gonna have to send. I'm gonna have to send you your shit. That um, shit is just terrifying to think about. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I took picture with him at, at Olympia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bradley Martin too. Bradley Martin, good old Bradley Martin. Yeah. I like. Uh, do you know who Fuad Abiad is? Nope. Oh, oh wait, hold on. No, yeah. Uh, I love Fuad. Talking about Hoss. Yeah, yeah, bro. Hoss. I love that man. His podcasts are great. I haven't listened to him. Do you? You fuck with uh, Seth Ferrosi? I don't know if that's how you say it. Yes, I never. Does he have a podcast? I don't yeah. listen to it. It's like I think I follow him on Instagram. Action Sledge. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard it. Yeah. We gotta stop promoting other podcasts on your podcast. <laughs> oh shit, I ain't, I ain't tripping. I like one of the things like that I want to do with this is like, I mean, you heard the shit before. Reach one, teach one. Yeah. Um. So like, I want to like help build a community of like giving and helping all that shit. I want to put people on, on like on other people if I can. Uh, yeah, I, I want to do all that shit because there's too many greedy people in the world that don't want other people to to make it. And not saying I've made it because I obviously haven't made it, but like if I can help other people on their journey while to I'm making on my it, journey, like, yeah. yeah, bro, like why not? Because one of the things that fucks me up is like just because you winning don't mean I'm losing. Exactly. Motherfuckers too. I mean, you can obviously stay focused on yourself. Like nobody's gonna love you like you. But if you have the opportunity to do some shit for people along the way and like help someone, and you can like ease their burden just a little bit without taking away from what you're doing, yep. why not do it? And people don't know. People don't know. Like you don't know what the fuck is going on with somebody else. You have no idea. Cause there's a lot of people. Like there's there's a lot of people that they can put on a good front. Like now, me like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear my I'm gonna wear my feelings on the outside. You always gonna know what's up with me. Um, now I'm like 98 percent of the time I'm in a good mood, but that's fair. Uh, I agree with that. But yeah, like you don't know people can be putting on a brave face. How many people have you heard? Have we heard of that? Like they were one of those happy-go-lucky people, and then they committed suicide. Like how many? Happens a lot. Fuck. I mean, like, think about just the famous people. Yeah. Robin Williams, like one of the better comedians of all time, committed suicide, and he made everybody laugh. Yeah. Like that's just crazy. Okay, so that just—I really didn't even—I forgot that I wanted to do this anyway. But I'm glad this this came up. So, uh, I was not aware that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. So, how are you doing? Like, if you had to go, like, mental, like, your mental fitness, and then 
I mean, I don't know if you want to throw in some business. I don't have, I don't know if you have any business stuff out there you're trying to do, and then just like your person. I mean, I'm cool. I, it's really, uh, I'm just kind of dealing with like the post show uh, weight gain again. Obviously, I was like the shortest I've ever been in my life for that show. And then, you know, like I start eating normally again, like start increasing food again, and you know, everything's kind of disappears, which is bound to happen. Yeah. But it still kind of fucking sucks, you know. And that's just like, you know, you wake up in the mirror every morning, like, okay, I barely have abs left. Yeah. And then one day they're gone, like, oh, damn. But, you know, it is what it is. So it's just like work, like trying to get past that. You know, it's not hard or anything. Like, I just have to keep reminding myself, like, it's part of the process. And, you know, someday I'm going to get the abs back and whatnot. And one, maybe one day I'll keep them. Who knows? Yeah. But I like, uh, I like pizza too much. So. Pizza? My, like, my favorite pizza? Yeah. Like, pizza place or pizza uh, topping? Shit. Either one. Let's go favorite place and then. I mean, I would assume, I'm assuming it's probably going to be from that place, but like your favorite, favorite mixture of toppings or if, it, or if that pizza has... I mean, I'm just going to say meat lovers already. Meat lover? Like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, meat lovers with extra sauce, extra sauce, it's game over. Um, you know, it's kind of a tie between two and I'm going to receive a lot of hate for one of them. What'd you get? Uh, it's a tie between Pizza Hut. The stuffed crust dog can't get stuffed crust like that nowhere else. Okay. And then uh, Papa John's. Pizza Hut, Papa John's. I thought you was gonna say like some emos or some shit. Oh, bro, I, I you know emos still top three, but I just I only get to eat it like once a year now, so yeah. I could go get the stuffed crust pizza anytime I want. Yeah. But you about to hate on emos, bro? No, I What's thought up? you was gonna say emo. That's what I was like when you said Pizza Hut, Papa John's. I was like. How you from St. Louis? You don't say emos. Ah, don't get me wrong. I love emos. I'll eat emos. If I live back in St. Louis, or if there was an emos like five minutes from where I live, or like even near Zona. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, I just told everybody where I live. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, bro, I would. I'd be eating emos every day. Prep wouldn't have been possible. Shit, it's a fucking. It's an emos. Uh, it's like twenty three. Yeah, my K. It's like 20, 30 minutes away. I ain't driving 30 minutes for no emails, bro. I mean, shit, every once in a while. I'm cool on it. Nah. I ain't got no reason to. Shit. I'm lazy, bro. Nah, if I'm not shit. working at the gym, I ain't going nowhere. Somebody get busy down there. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, so I didn't mean to, you said something about pizza, so that's, we just went on a little tangent. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off with like mental health. Is, where did you empty all that out? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah so what I had to say. How are you? Shit, uh, I'm good. Uh, I'm one of those. Like I'm, I'm always happy, but it's not like a. I'm not putting on the front when I say I'm always happy. Yeah. Um, like I generally, one of the people. So I mean, like, so if it took me some years to get to where I'm at mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If you, have you heard of Gary V? Yeah. Gary, okay, so Gary V was like a big influence into like into my mental state today, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like he preaches about you know like gratitude and like one. I'm just thankful I'm alive. I'm alive and I get to go out and experience life every day. Whether some shit goes down that day or not, like I got to experience it. I'd rather be alive than dead. And and secondly, like this is one, <clears throat> he said this recently, but this is stuck with me. He said, if somehow there could be like a world chart and rank everybody's happiness, or was it happy? I think it was happiness. Rank everybody's happiness from, or rank it, what shit people are dealing with. You have been happiness because there was no way you can rank some shit like that. But out of seven point whatever billion people, you would be surprised where you are on that list. And surprised, and you would be very high, especially in the U.S. Like, I mean, now. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. Now I, mean, I talk shit about being in the U.S. all the time. I mean, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, our shit's not perfect, but. But, bro. You know, I've people, lived in other countries. Yeah, like, yeah, that shit. That was, so that was something else I wanted to talk to you about. Um, 
that kind of brings up. Uh, and like I, I kind of know where you're at with all, all that type of shit. Um, because you know, obviously social media and stuff. But, yeah. So being a veteran, mm-hmm. what do you think about? What do you think about like the the kneeling and all that shit? Okay. Do you do you feel like it's disrespectful at all? No. Do whatever you want. Like. Do you okay? So do you? Unless your actions, unless what you're doing is physically harming me or affecting my way of life or like what I have to do with my money, I don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah. Yeah, you're not disrespecting me. I don't care. Do if you, you feel, uh, go ahead. My bad. Uh, no, you go, go ahead. I was just saying, if you feel like this is the right thing to do for a cause you believe in, do it. Yeah. Who cares? Um, okay, so do do you understand why? Like, because this is. Do you understand why people are mad at that shit? Yeah, I do. Um. Because I mean, I won't. I was. I was mad about it at first, but I was still kind of in like brainwashed Marine mode because mm-hmm. it's still fairly recent from when I got out of the Marine Corps yeah. um, when Kaepernick was kneeling and whatnot. And I mean, I was upset about it and whatnot, but then I really kind of sat back and thought about the big picture and whatnot and like kind of matured about it. And I was just like, okay, like. This is what veterans did. Like, he has the right to do this. Like, I don't have a right to be mad at him about this. Like, at the end of the day, I don't think he's disrespecting anybody. And then, I mean, didn't he talk to, uh, fucking, what's his face? He's a senator Nate now? Something. Nate Ebner? Some shit like that? Or something. He's like a senator now or some shit. And yeah. he told Kaepernick to kneel. So, like, people, at the end of the day, people are always going to find something to be mad about. And that's just the world we live in and how it is. Yeah. Well, I... I, in a general sense, I can understand why people get mad, but then, like, <clears throat> to me, if you, to me, the bigger problem is they don't dig any deeper than the surface. Yeah. Like, they're, oh, my uncle, my dad, he fought, and he fought for this country, and you're disrespecting him. They, that's where they leave it. They're, they don't think of... Well, why are they doing this? Like, because like it's it's. I mean, we could go into like a whole other thing. And I don't want I don't want this part to get too long. But they, it's all surface level thinking. They aren't thinking of the reason the reason why or like the build up. Yeah. That is it's, it's mind boggling to me, honestly. And I mean, a lot of it is like one person is mad, and then one other person agrees with him and then that person's mad and then now everybody's mad at the end of the day a lot of motherfuckers don't even know why they're mad they yeah. just know that a group of people are mad and they should they feel like they should be mad too yeah well and it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like going into slightly into like just the political I mean I, I already know well to me that's not it's slightly political that the the Kaepernick and the kneeling shit, but then it's like the people that well, if you're a Republican, you're gonna you're gonna vote for whoever the fuck is Republican. Mm-hmm. Like that that's basically that's what that type of shit is to me. Is like just like oh well, everybody in my way of life thinks a certain way, so I have to think that's like bro, yeah, think for yourself. Collectivism. That's exactly yeah. What that it is. shit like it's. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Anyway, well, let's let's move off of that shit. Uh, actually, okay, so one more thing going back to the NFL. <clears throat> Tebow just got just got signed after almost ten years out of the league. What do you think? About? I mean, if it wasn't Urban Meyer, Tebow wouldn't have even been looked at. But it's Urban Meyer. Yeah, but it's Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was Tebow's college coach. Apparently, those two have like a father-son relationship. You know, I don't. I don't think it's a racial thing. Yeah. 
like I just you know I'm not trying to like cause an uproar or anything but I think it's strictly Urban Meyer yeah and that's I mean it's an Urban Meyer and a publicity stunt yeah they're gonna sell some freaking Tebow jerseys you know I expect him to be on the roster next year and like a Taysom Hill type role I don't think they're going to do all this and cut him and whatnot. So it is what it is. I mean, yeah. It's so for me, it's one, they signed him as a tight end, which I mean, like, I guess if you want him on the roster to do some Taysom Hill type shit, then. I can see him being a decent tight end. Shit, we don't know if he can catch. Oh, no, we don't. But, I mean, I could... The dude's just fucking... He's beefy. He's just big. Yeah. And he's quick. He ain't played in 10 years. Yeah, I know. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think he's gonna, like, be top five tight end. Yada, yada, this and that. I mean... Is he gonna get... Okay, right now, over under five touchdowns. Are we including throwing? Or receiving, just receiving. We're doing receiving and rushing. Receiving and rushing. If he makes the roster, I'd say over. If we're doing receiving and rushing, because I fully believe they'll line him up at like a fullback type role. But he's going to be doing all the shit. Yeah, absolutely. He's H-back, tight end. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know. No, I mean, do... And I'll say this, like, before I even get into this. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. But I don't like him because he's a 49er. Yeah. Like, he just shit on my team every time I played him. Even when he was bad. In his last two years, he was in the league. He was not good. No, he was not. After the Super Bowl, he was yeah. trash, really. I just, uh, you just pissed me off. He just beat us every time. Mm-hmm. Stupidly. And it just annoyed me to no end. So, you know. Do... I absolutely believe he did get blackballed at the NFL. Um, but I also don't think he could come back and play quarterback right now. No. And one of the, okay, so this is kind of go like, I'm glad you brought up Kaepernick because I was going to bring him up in the sense of like bringing Tim Tebow back in. I listened to 107.3. Uh-huh. Uh, I listened to the, the D.L. Hughley, uh, his radio show. And they were talking about that shit like all day on. Oh, that's Thursday. all that's been all over ESPN and everything. Yeah. Kaepernick's still unsigned. But here's it. Like, it's it, two completely different things. Tebow is not going to play quarterback. No. The Jags have Trevor Lawrence and they have Gardner Minshew. And Gardner Minshew is a better quarterback than Tim Tebow would ever be. Now, mind you, if he does make the Jaguars active roster, it's because of Urban Meyer. Oh, for sure. He's not, I don't think he's going to be better than any tight end that's playing, playing tight end their entire life on that roster. But he's going to get like a third string tight end spot and play an H-back Taysom Hill type role. Yeah. And it's going to be because Urban Meyer's the coach. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, like people are like the whole Colin Kaepernick shit. I'm like... Like, like you said, he was terrible after the Super Bowl. Yeah, he he, he was not good. I mean, the, he was the year after the Super Bowl. He, he okay, he was decent. He played fine. Like he, they played well enough where they were able to. They went back to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, he just he was not good whatsoever. His last uh, what two years in leagues? I mean. Yeah. Well, and then like. As much as, for me, as much as he got blackballed, like, as much as he got blackballed, I understood, like, you're not getting a, you're not going to sign a backup quarterback that has starter baggage. That's, like, that's just, it's, it's a business. And on top of that, like, do you want 40, 45% of your fan base mad at you mm-hmm. because he signed Colin Kaepernick? Like, it's a business. It's, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it is a business. And, I mean, you know, a lot of the owners are, I will say, I believe they're all, a lot of them are racist. Yeah. 
Uh, but I mean, you know, between like his play, his last couple years, um, and then just him kneeling, all the controversy that caused, I, just, I mean, unfortunately, I don't think he'll ever get a job in the NFL again. But you know, also, at the end of the day, I think like it could be 15 years from now, and they could sign like who's a quarterback that's probably on their way out. That is not. That's in now in 15 years they could be on their way out. Is that in 15 years they would be on the radio? Yeah, okay, like Baker Mayfield. Someone okay. could sign Baker Mayfield like 10, 15 years in the future, do a backup quarterback role, and like, oh, Baker Mayfield got signed for Kaepernick. I feel like this is going to be a thing for a long time. Yeah, because, yeah, like, that's just, just to wrap this up is I feel like, to me, I know, I know the time and the place to bring up is it like a white? I I know a time, there's a time yeah. for that. The Tim Tebow shit was not the time and place <laughs> because like like if you're looking at looking at it on the surface, maybe if you know anything about Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer, you're like, oh, that makes yeah. sense. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's done that he did get signed. I went up at the end of the day. It's strictly Urban Meyer. Yeah, like sure, anybody like. And the thing everybody, is, everybody knew when Urban Meyer went to the Jags, Tim Tebow was going to have some part of it. Well, here's the thing also. Tim Tebow wouldn't have come out of retirement for anybody but Urban Meyer either. But yeah, Tim Tebow wouldn't come out of retirement for anybody but Urban Meyer either. So it like, I mean, it's just, it's going to receive backlash either way. So. All right. So I, I want to wrap the shows up. All right. With advice to anybody in your position, like as in what, like, like if you would like if you want to urge any advice, like a period, or if you want to do like bodybuilding advice to somebody that's trying to you know come up and in, enter that arena, or you want to do some life advice. Um, I mean, it could be bodybuilding life, whatever, whatever you do, just stay consistent, work hard, be disciplined about it, you know. You're going to lose people. You're going to lose friends. It's just the nature of the beast. If you want to succeed in whatever you want to do, you're going to lose people along the way. So be consistent, be disciplined, work hard. Now, anybody wants to see you win? I want to see you win, my brother. Same with you, my friend. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. Right, I had, you had me on. on but appreciate I you. I appreciate you for coming on. Yeah, appreciate um, you having me, bro. Yeah, is it, this, is, this is a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to do it again. We'll have to get Tyrell on uh, it too. I'll drop your uh, drop your at real quick. Your social. Um, damn. Um, so Twitter, you can find me at a air sixteen. At a sixteen. Uh, Instagram, Anthony Airs Fit, A Y E R S, no space. Um, YouTube, Anthony Airs Fit. Text all this And that's what I got for y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. This was another episode. Culture Podcast with your boy Kyle Alexander. We'll see y'all next time.